0: But first, Illinois is launching a hotline to connect high-risk patients seeking abortions with hospitals who can help them. The Complex Abortion Regional Line for Access, or CARLA, will be active in a few weeks, and it could be a welcome change to the current method sending meticulous emails and texts at all hours to connect patients to often life-saving care. So joining us now to discuss the new program and the need it aims to fill is WBEZ health and county government reporter Kristen Short.
1: Hey, Kristen. Hi, Sasha.
0: And Megan Jefo, executive director of the Chicago Abortion Fund. Good to have you back.
1: Good morning. Thank you.
0: Also here, Dr. Laura Lorson. She's an OBGYN at Rush University Medical Center and co-director of the Complex Abortion Regional Line for Access. Hey, doctor. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Kristen, I'll start with you. You've been reporting on abortion care in Illinois quite a bit, especially since Roe v. Wade was overturned last summer. Last time you and I talked, we uh, talked about the number of folks who are coming to Illinois to get abortions and how that's on the rise. Is that still the case?
2: Yes, very much so. And we, you know, the three of us are at a press conference. I was at their press conference the other day talking about the announcement of this program. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, I mean, it, it seeks to fill a void. I mean, this past year there has been, a big increase of patients from out of state coming to Illinois for abortions in general. But there's this particular increase in people who have complex medical conditions. They cannot get an abortion in a clinic. Say they have a heart issue or a C-section scar and their new pregnancy gets stuck on the placenta, if I'm explaining that correctly, right? Um, So they, they need a higher level of care. They have to get an abortion in a hospital. We're seeing a, we're seeing a big uptick in that. And so this program, this new program, short, uh, called Carla. Yes, is supposed to fill that void so that Megan and Dr. Larson and all these other providers in the Chicago Abortion Fund, who right now are texting and emailing and really communicating on their own to try to get patients into hospitals, like yeah. it's going to be more formal and streamlined. It'll get patients in faster.
0: Yeah, and we'll dig more into that in a bit. But I'm curious, Megan, if if you could just walk us through the current system real quick, if if you can call it that. So, say a high risk pregnant patient reaches out to you. They're seeking an abortion. What happens next?
1: I think there's a number of avenues in which that person ends up coming to us that are important to to talk about distinctly. There's one, which to me is the most pressing right now, is the person who's already traveled here from a state where abortion is not legal. And they're told by a clinician inside of a freestanding clinic that due to a medical condition, the clinician doesn't feel comfortable providing their care there. And... That is after they have perhaps gotten here, um, flown, train, um, automobile, mm-hmm. they've figured out a hotel, they know what their timeline is. And this changes the timeline. And when you're dealing with time-sensitive, politicized healthcare, time is of the essence. Um, and so... We weekly, sometimes daily in a week, get those calls from clinicians or from the caller themselves that we've already been connected with. And then we're trying to figure out which of the four hospitals in Illinois can take them quickly and maybe let them stick to their original Mm -hmm. timeline if possible. Or um, how can we facilitate getting them back home and back here so that they are not completely defeated and turned away and forced to carry a pregnancy that they didn't intend to against their will. Right,
0: right. Dr. Larson, let's bring you in. I'm curious your experience and what that's been coordinating treatment for high-risk abortion patients. Like, has it been challenging for
3: you? So I think there's a, many avenues where it's challenging. So we, we definitely have the medical expertise to take care of these patients at the hospitals. It's something that we do weekly at all of these hospitals. I think what's challenging is what Megan was talking about is this coordination. Yeah, um, Not only do patients have to come up with the costs of the procedure, which now is exponentially more expensive now that it's in the hospital, but all those other factors and all those other logistical issues. And then additionally, we have to coordinate all of their medical problems, right? Abortion is just like any other medical condition, right? If someone with heart disease, for example, was carrying their pregnancy to term, we would have to work with their cardiologist and get their records um, to provide safe care. We have to do the same thing with abortion. And so we're hoping this line will help bring all that together. Do you only work with high-risk patients?
0: No, we work with all patients. How often are those patients uh, left to navigate hospital bureaucracy on their own, Megan?
1: I mean, I think... Over the last year, um, though our coordination has not been, you know, ideal, it has definitely gotten the job done. The Chicago Abortion Fund has supported about 250 people in navigating hospital-based care. So that includes paying for the procedure. It includes all of the wraparound supports that they might need to um, to either stay in Chicago, get to Chicago, et cetera. Um, so, I, I mean, it, it is happening. Um, this line is going to make it much more... Um, streamlined as Laura said and just a, a lot easier but but this is work that we are currently doing literally this morning texting with each other about um, patients yeah
0: well Kristen let's, let's get back to you over the last year you've talked with folks seeking abortions of course uh, give us some more insight as to the obstacles that they've uh, faced not just finding care but accessing it and and just some of the stress That this can cause
2: right well so there are 14 states that now ban abortion and Indiana would be 15 that ban was supposed to take effect but it is on hold at the moment Um, but so you have potentially like people all sorts of people who are coming here for abortions but you think about these complex patients that we're talking about if they're in a banned state um, and they're high-risk you know, I have talked to people and heard from physicians and others about, you know, having to go to multiple clinics to be able to get care. By the time they get to the hospital, you know, that care has been delayed. Um, the stress from the patients I've talked to, it's just it's very emotionally taxing. They worry about what am I how am I going to pay for this? Right. What am I going to do with my children at home? Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Can I take time off of work? Um, you know, this. Um, the situation Megan was talking about in terms of the timeline. If you think you're going to come to Illinois for a day or two and then go home and all of a sudden now you have to stay a week or two, that's that's a lot longer. And that hotel cost could be a lot. And the abortion funds have largely been footing the bills um, to much, help people. How much does an abortion cost? In a clinic, about $500. In a hospital, much more. You know, a patient that I recently featured in a story with Dr. Larson and, um, and the Chicago Abortion Fund, her abortion cost about $6,000. Wow. And in D.C., I talked to a physician who said her hospital and abortion there costs more than 9000 So there's a range, mm. but that's a lot of money. And if your insurance covers that, OK, if it doesn't, the abortion funds can help. Um, but still, that's a you know, when you think about the stress of that, that's that's a big factor.
0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We're talking with WBEZ health and county government reporter Kristen Schorsch, executive director of the Chicago Abortion Fund, Megan J. and Dr. Laura Lorson, OBGYN and co-director of the Complex Abortion Regional Line for Access. That is a new state hotline that aims to help more high-risk patients who are seeking abortions here in Illinois. So as I mentioned, Dr., you co-founded Carla. So walk us through how it works exactly.
3: So, um, as Megan was mentioning, there's going to be a few, ways that paci- a few ways that patients access care. So either patients are going to be at an abortion clinic and um, risked out of care there. They're going to call a clinic, and during their screening questions, they'll be risked out of care. So hopefully we'll have not already come to Chicago. Or they'll be referred from their primary doctor or primary OBGYN. From there, um, they will refer us to the Carla line and... We have two nurses who will then do an intake. Mm -hmm. Um, The nurse will be a one-stop shop for the patients, which is, I think, the most important part of this, is that they will have one point of contact that can do scheduling for them, can do insurance verification, can um, get their records from their doctors, and provide emotional and logistical support. From there, once they do the medical intake and figure out what needs the patient have, um, there's going to be two kind of two branching areas. One is we're going to interface with the Chicago Abortion Fund to provide wraparound services, as they already do, and then also financial services for patients who need them. Mm-hmm. And then the second is we're going to um, work with the patients so that they choose which of the four hospitals they want to go to. that will be based on many factors in terms of scheduling, you know, patient preference, where their insurance covers, mm-hmm. et cetera. And then we'll coordinate with the hospitals to get them scheduled. So by the time it's all done, there'll be a package available where it's, this is your financial um, information, this is your rep services, and this is where you're going to get your procedure, and they will all be given in one line. Neat. Uh, what day do you anticipate the number will be live? So we're doing a pilot right now, okay. and then on August 21st, it will be live.
0: Oh, that's pretty soon. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest hope, Megan? for this program? I mean, the, the largest issue that you think the new hotline is going to alleviate as opposed to what you're doing now?
1: I think it's really going to even the playing field with who can access hospital-based care quickly and efficiently. Because if you're getting a referral from a doctor in your home state, um, you're streamlining. That process is streamlined. Your records are being sent over. The doctors might have a relationship with or know each other, where it just might ease, ease the ease the wheels a little bit. Yeah. Um, this will make it so people who present here and really need um, that higher level of care can access it just as quickly. Um, and in this time when we know who is able to access abortion care post-abs and who isn't, that is really critical. How would this allow programs
0: like the Chicago Abortion Fund uh, to support abortion patients in the future? Just piggyback there, Christian. Yeah,
2: complex. well, I mean, Make you know said. you all will still be providing a lot of wraparound services right so financial help getting people hotel stays meals child care all those things that people need beyond the medical care right yeah like really a touch point um a person beyond the nurse is going to be coordinating logistics and i also just wanted to emphasize too this this carla line is for providers um, the state is separately working on a hotline for patients so the public will be able to, not anytime soon, but perhaps next year, be able to call into a hotline if they are getting an abortion and find a provider that way. And, so, and
0: a- along with announcing this, this hotline uh, yesterday, the governor talked about a few other initiatives to, to support patients.
2: Right. What so, else did he say? So this, this public-facing hotline, so to speak, right, so a patient can call a hotline, he announced that. That's not going to take place right now, though. That's perhaps... Next year. Okay. Um, there are a couple of other things. Um, there's about 1,600 state employees who live um, in other states. If they need access to reproductive health care and they live in a state that restricts that or bans that, the state is going to pay for that care. Um, mm. So that's one of the things that they announced as well. I see. So, Dr.
0: Larson, I'll give you the last word here because some states, they're trying to make it harder, as we know, right, for people who are pregnant to access abortion care. So, I mean, what do you think that? we often get wrong about the situation that these people are actually in.
3: I think we get it wrong that patients can easily travel to other states, right? Uh, the, The argument is that, oh, it's a state's right issue. And if someone wants an abortion, they can just go to another state and get their abortion there it is very much not that easy, right? I think we have been touching on the complex issues that patients are facing, the costs that change. Mm-hmm. You know, People used to be able to get these procedures in hospitals in their community if they had a high-risk condition or a clinic in their community if they didn't. And so now, thinking through all of the other things that these patients need to go to, it's not truly accessible if it's not in their own community.
2: Yeah. Kristen. I just want to correct myself real quick. The state for employees who live in other states they're going to pay for the travel and lodging if you need reproductive health care. So perhaps if you need, if you live in like Iowa or Indiana, Wisconsin, but you work in Illinois for mm-hmm. the state, they will help pay for travel and lodging should you get an abortion.
0: Thank you for clarifying. We'll leave it there. Kristen Schorsch is a WBEZ health and county government reporter. Megan Jafo is the executive director of Chicago Abortion Fund, and Dr. Laura Larson is an OBGYN at Rush and co-director of the statewide complex Abortion Regional Line for Access program. Thank you all so much.
2: Thank
1: you. Thank you. you.